Welcome to episode 16 of Talking Impact Investing, the podcast about impact investing, ESG factors, and sustainability in business. I'm your host, Matej Sushets. This episode features a conversation with Alain Carezza Mercina, who is Sustainability Coordinator at NLB. NLB is a universal bank operating in southeastern Europe and number one in domestic market share. NLB is also the first Slovenian bank to commit to coal-related financing exclusion. It is also the first financial institution in Slovenia to join UNEP 5 Principles of Responsible Banking in 2020 and Net Zero Banking Alliance in 2022. Alenka's role within NLB, as mentioned, is Sustainability Coordinator. She is also a leader of Sustainable Finance Committee at Slovenian Banking Association and a member of Sustainable Finance Expert Group at European Banking Federation. On top of that, she was also nominated as Slovenian representative in the European Banking Federation Chief Sustainability Officers Roundtable. Let's talk about the insights you will get by listening to this episode. First, we're going to talk about Alenka's story and how she got in touch with ESG. Then we're going to discuss how ESG even plays a role in the banking industry. We're going to also talk about what joining the Net Zero Banking Alliance means for the bank and what is the importance of establishing key performance indicators to measure success within sustainability field. Lastly, we're going to discuss how change management plays a role in executing sustainability projects across the entire and large organization. So, without further ado, let's dive right in. Alenka, I'm so glad that you joined us today. Welcome to the show. Uh, hi, Matej. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Let's start with the conversation. So, can you tell us more about your path and how you came across ESG? Because this is now a big topic within banking industry, especially in, in Europe and Slovenia now. Yeah, it's definitely a big topic. Uh, Look, I've been working in financial industry for more than 15 years now. And I must emphasize that the NLB group with all its mentors and coaches I met and worked with in the last years shaped me as a professional and as a person as well. Throughout my career path, I found new trends influencing the banking sector most inspiring. Uh, Although technological developments in financial industry fascinate me, I'm much more uh, motivated and intrigued by the social impacts of financial institutions. Uh, I actually first came across sustainability in banking, it was around 2010, when I was co-leading organization-wide initiative addressing personal finance at the NLB Group. And I believe it was a massively successful project, shaping the NLB's retail strategy at that time. And what is most important uh, is that uh, it is still impacting the NLB's network organization and processes. So um, I would say that these long-term positive social impacts of what I do are the main source of my motivation. But okay, regarding ESG, uh, in the context of my work at NLB Strategy and Business Development Department, I got the opportunity to address this topic more seriously at the beginning of 2020. And for me, it was like bingo. Uh, It was exactly what I was looking for throughout my career. 
And what is much more important, the time was right. Um, I was prepared, NLB was prepared to embark on this sustainability journey. And stakeholders were super eager about it and supported us and still support us tremendously. And this is how it all started. And from that moment on, it is a lot of hard work, uh, but super satisfactory work, I would say. Absolutely. And, and sustainability in ESG has been a topic of financial industry over the past couple of years, as you said, more recently. Can you tell us more about this shift that is happening right now as financial institutions have been known for the money-making machine, not necessarily the environmental mm. machine? Can you talk about this transition? Yeah, well... Look, the tsunami of sustainable transition at the global and at the EU level uh, has not spared the banking sector and banking found itself in this whirlwind of change. Uh, you must not forget that banking has historically been quite a stranger to incorporating concerns that are not purely financial. And the progress in terms of sustainable conduct in financial institutions uh, depended to a large extent on individual effort and drive of decision makers in an organization until regulation changed the rules of the game for the sector. And this happened, I would say, at large. Banks are now expected to ensure continuous movement of funds uh, in a way that meaningfully contributes to the sustainable development of the economy and by addressing environmental and social challenges at the same time, while simultaneously being aware of their own risks related to their external and internal environment. And uh, of course, which can lead to the loss of stability of the bank as an organization. Consequently, banks are now changing their business strategies in banking industry, where we're now upgrading risk management frameworks, strengthening corporate governance, establishing new sustainable products portfolio, enhancing transparency, disclosures, and reporting approaches. So a lot of changes to this traditional banking has been going on lately. And what about NLB Group in particular? How are, how are you navigating the path towards net zero and sustainable development? Well, instead of cherry-picking approach to the challenges of sustainability, the Analby Group took a little bit different road and placed responsible banking as its starting point. In September 2020, Analby became a signatory to UNEPFI principles of responsible banking. NLB Group at that time embarked on an ambitious path of a holistic change of its strategy. As you know, the bank is active across the Balkans and represents the most influential commercial bank in that geographic area. You know, later on in the year 2021, NLB published also the NLB Group Sustainability Framework, which aligns its business model with the UN Sustainable Development Goals in all three pillars, namely contribution to society, sustainable finance, and sustainable operations. Uh, at that time, NLB also performed a comprehensive impact analysis, of course, based on its commitment uh, to the UN principles for responsible banking and published first regional sustainability targets. Uh, 
As regards to the environmental dimension of ESG, uh, it has been addressed by upgrading uh, the bank's climate-related and environmental risk management, integration of EU taxonomy regulation, measuring the carbon footprint, and all of this is actually supported by the social dimension through continuous CSR activities. But I believe that one of really decisive moments in this development of a sustainability approach within NLB Group was happened in May 2022 when the bank decided to join Net Zero Banking Alliance, which is also the initiative part of UNEPFI financial program. And This is how we actually started with preparations for the NLB Group Net Zero Business Strategy. Thank you for guiding us through that. So you mentioned Net Zero Banking Alliance and the principles of responsible banking. What are some of the implications and commitments when a bank joins as a member? Joining UNEPFI, United Nations Environment Program for Financial Institutions, and becoming a signatory to PRB and NZBA initiatives helped us, helped NLB Group enormously in building the capacity to plan the next moves on our journey to sustainable and also to responsible banking. While the EU legal framework, together with its policies and strategies, are aimed at providing solid and, at the same time, detailed guidelines as to the content of how to implement sustainability in a bank, they still seem to lack the required consistency and clarity to be able uh, to represent efficient guidelines in sustainability implementation. What is indisputable is uh, the fact that the transition to sustainable banking model is still at the time of this conversation is taking place. It actually still represents learning by doing process, which of course provides the best results if implemented early on. You can imagine that there is a first mover's advantage for any organization that embarks on the sustainability journey, especially given the speed of legislative changes related to sustainability requirements. So PRB and NetZBA for us, for NLB, represent clear frameworks, what sustainability actually means in financial industry, and with all the guidelines, tools, and interactive engagements, uh, ensure that we have certain confidence and especially a lot of motivation for next steps in the right direction, I would say. Great. And and you talk about some clear frameworks. What about ESG key performance indicators in regards to that? Because sometimes it's hard to improve something that you don't measure. And can you talk about a little bit about the KPIs and maybe tie to the carbon footprint? Yeah, this this exactly is the situation. Uh, we all know that you can't manage what you don't measure. So if you cannot measure it, then you can't improve it. Quantitative ESG KPIs are actually the key. And uh, then you also need a system of cascading ESG KPIs within an organization. And all of it must be supported by a very clear remuneration policy. What is also important to be mentioned here, uh, in case of sustainability implementation, CO2 has become a new currency. So to touch upon what NLB is doing with regards to to measuring CO2, 
we started measuring uh, our carbon footprint of our own operations in 2021. But in this year, so for the year 2022, the NLB group aims to enhance its measurements of CO2 emissions to full scope three and to start developing its net zero business strategy. So uh, as you probably know, for the bank, scope three emissions are the most important. And to lower these emissions, it means that you have to understand what your clients are doing in terms of decarbonizing. You have to understand what is achievable in certain industry sectors and in different markets, because you can be only net zero to the extent your clients are. Uh, we are massively interdependent in the, achieving this goal, and a bank should work really closely with its clients on the green transition journey. So in case of a bank, decarbonizing portfolio is for sure the biggest challenge right now. And when we talk about the green transformation, it's not just the banks. There are other firms that are facing the same thing, having to uh, adhere to the path of sustainability or wanting to. Uh, can you talk about the importance of change management as this is our last question? And I think it's a great topic to to finish this conversation. What are some of your experiences in regards to change management and sustainability? So at the NLB, implementing sustainability has definitely proven to be a very typical change management project. Sustainability is changing an angle of how we all view banking. So it certainly requires new capabilities. And at the same time, it massively influences the internal culture. So for the implementation of such initiative to be successful, the message should come from the top meaning from top management. And the message should be very clear, firm, and based on credible conduct. What I would also like to point out, sustainability in banking is a very horizontal topic. It requires a change of typical or traditional banking behavior, meaning a bank cannot be successful in total implementation of ESG factors if it doesn't make sure that silo thinking uh, and silo functioning is at one, one point outgrown. Um, therefore, to achieve a successful green transformation, an, an organization must show a certain level of maturity and for sure a lot of resilience in managing very interdependent processes. Alenka, thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you here and to learn from you. And so appreciate you for taking the time and joining Talking Impact Investing. Thank you, Matei. Thank you for inviting me. I wish you all the best. Thank you for staying with us until the very end. You can stay up to date with the upcoming episodes by subscribing. And if you found any useful information, feel free to leave a five-star review and follow Talking Impact Investing Podcast on social media.